Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with Laura Ike, Bigby Coffee's chief purpose officer, to discuss how the coffee house's unique and innovative approach to employee culture and team health through its Life Lab program has poised Bigby to succeed in today's challenging labor market. I'm going to talk to Laura about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around, because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com. Or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, as we were saying earlier, we're meeting with Laura Ike, Bigby Coffee's Chief Purpose Officer, to discuss how the coffee house's unique and innovative approach to employee culture and team health through its Life Lab program has poised Bigby to succeed in today's challenging labor market. Hi, Laura. How are you? Welcome to the show. 
I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, Laura. It's great to have you on this show. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Laura? I am calling from surprisingly sunny Michigan, uh, South really? Michigan. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Well, maybe the sun will come this way. I'm in eastern Pennsylvania today, Laura. <laughs> oh, it's on, it's on its way then, I hope. <laughs> okay, that's fantastic. That's great. You know, this is, this is a great story. I, what, what caught my attention, well, there's a couple things that caught my attention with Big because I've been familiar with the brand for a while. But, um, you know, I was reading about this Life Lab program and, and your title, too. I'm fascinated with your, your title, Laura, Chief Purpose Officer officer. Maybe, you know, you could talk a little bit about, you know, your job there at Big B and, and even you've been with the organization a while, so maybe your experience with Big B. Absolutely. So I, my title, you know, confounds black great. Yeah. Uh, great places. <laughs> um, I started with the company actually as a part-time barista back in 2011. Uh, wow. And um, I came to the home office in 2012 on the operations team. I was an operational mm-hmm. support person for our our stores for several years. And then uh, our, our organization as a whole went through kind of a cultural renaissance back mm-hmm. in 2014-15. And mm-hmm. we really recognized that we weren't living up to some of the cultural expectations that we had stated for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It was all about loving people and, and uh, making friends and sharing great Right. And uh, right. our CEOs, uh, lucky enough for me, I was just in the right place at the right time, I think, but mm-hmm. uh, they were they were looking for someone to actually take that on as their job to, to maintain right. the culture. And um, as we found our purpose and our vision for someone to help lead that, and I was very much uh, lucky enough to be chosen um, wow, to help great. sort of establish this as a as a thing for a company yeah it just hasn't you know normally gets culture and and people stuff gets kind of put into the hr team and hope right. that they can you know carry that flag even though they're also maintaining all sorts of other important policies and procedures and practices so uh that's when life lab was really born and uh, uh my title went through a few changes actually only just yeah. uh found this uh, chief purpose officer title last year. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, were, we were trying to figure out what it is, um, you right. know, what is it that, that we need um, in our C-suite related to our purpose and our vision and our culture. And um, I looked at a whole bunch of other companies. There's not, there's not a lot out there yet, obviously, because right. it's kind of a new concept. But right. uh, there is you know, cultural officers out there and, and purpose officers. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're 100% purpose-driven, uh, 100% yeah. franchise, 100% purpose-driven organization. And so it just felt right that it, it would be chief purpose officer. Right. I, I think that's yeah. fantastic. And it's, it's great that you've been with the organization for such a long time. And, and I imagine, you know, because it, it, you've used the word culture. I mean, Big B Coffee certainly has a strong culture at the organization, don't they? We do. It's, it, sometimes it seems maybe more important than our coffee, but our coffee is really good too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and I, I want to talk about that too because it, you know it's it's interesting with with Big B Coffee. I, you know, I'm very familiar with the brand, but you know, when I think of Big B too, I guess you're huge. It seems to me like I guess it's in the Midwest, and so franchising mm-hmm. seems ideal because you're going to oh, kind yeah. of. It sounds like you're going to mushroom throughout the whole United States, aren't you? Yeah, that's. I mean, we definitely we've been slow to spread on purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. We've, we've, we've really focused on Michigan for a long time, but we're now in 13 states primarily right. uh, in, the, in the northeastern Midwest area, mm-hmm. and we're sort of slowly making our way out there with a couple of uh, you know, pioneer franchise owners and area representatives who are helping us grow. 
That's great. What's, what some people may not know, you know, about Bigby is, I mean, Bigby really has a long history. I mean, I didn't realize, I mean, you, you mm-hmm. go back to, was it, was it 1995? So it's like, what, you just celebrated, I think you're, you're yeah, you're, you're, you're twi- this must be around your 27th, 28th anniversary, I guess. 28th birthday was on March 15th. Yeah, we just had a whole birthday party last week. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I, I think that's wonderful. When you're meeting with someone, Laura, for the first time, you know, and let's say they might have, they might be unfamiliar with, with the Big B coffee brand? I mean, how do you typically describe Big B? You know, because, of course, you know, we know there's our, mm-hmm. there are other coffee chains out there. Um, yeah. How do you differentiate them from maybe the others that are out there? Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, because of the position I sit in in the company, I talk about our people first, foremost, mm-hmm. and forever. I think our yeah. people are everything. Uh, there's right. a very specific attitudinal expectation that our customers have uh, with Big B Coffee. Uh, when we do, we do certain uh, awards every year and the, the nomination process for, you know, barista of the year and store of the year, every single right. customer, coffee consumer, uh, talks about our baristas and how, you know, baristas make their whole day. And, like, mm-hmm. I know that other coffee concepts, they have baristas. I'm sure they're friendly, too. But right. our franchise owners really set the stage. Everybody just wants to make friends and love people. And uh, it's a really, you know, we talk about love, I think, more than any other maybe right. franchise. <laughs> sure. Well, that's great, though. The country, uh, you know, wow. when we hang up on meetings, there's there's exchanges of okay, love you, like there's, <laughs> That's great. there's like legitimate, uh, you know, friend love happening across the organization. And I think I think our customers feel that all the way, uh, all the way in the drive-through window kind of thing. So it really yeah. starts starts with our franchise owners at our core, uh, loving their staff, taking care of their people, and then their people take care of everybody else. We just think that's this. It's an important responsibility of the coffee concept. Yeah, sometimes, sure. sometimes you're the only conversation someone's going to have live and in person in a day. Mm-hmm. So many people work right. remote, or or if it's you know a mom with a couple of kids who won't have any other adult conversation in their day. Sometimes we're it. So we take that responsibility right. seriously. And I think our people, our love, our care, um, our purpose, obviously, I think sets us sets us apart from other coffee concepts. So yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I think so too, Laura. I, I, I think all of that is, is, is very important. You know, what caught my attention to, you know, when, when I was doing my research is I, I saw some statistic that I guess it was your average barista tenure around three years, which I, I thought was very high. And mm-hmm. some of your franchise owners, they've been with you, it was over like, was it 20 years? I mean, that, those are yeah. impressive numbers, aren't they, in your industry huge, anyway? Huge loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's so what I, we I, want. We think if we can, yeah. you know, if we can attract people and hold on to them, everything else is easier. Everything else is easier. Right. You can just hold on to your staff, hold on to your franchise owners, take care of them in a way that they want to stay. We think that's hugely important. Yeah, I, I, I think so too, Laura. How does, how's Big B Coffee using technology today in, in, in the business? I'm sure it's a lot different from, you know, when it first started in 1995, Laura, but how are we using technology today? <laughs> I mean, tech is huge. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we joke about having our own sort of in-house software company within, wow. you know, buried within this <laughs> coffee shop. Right, right. Because uh, it, connect, it connects everything. You know, it's where our franchise owners have to have, you know, information hubs. And so there's that element of technology. There's the consumer yeah. end of technology where that's how they expect to interact with companies, at least 
at first in a lot of situations. Right. It's right. how people prefer to order now. It's how mm-hmm. how everybody stays connected. Right. So we, I, our director of technology actually the other day was just showing us our current map of technology uh, yeah. pieces, right. items that we right. sort of maintain in-house. It's amazing. I think those wow. are brilliant. I'm so thankful That's that wonderful. they understand. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, because it is. It's so important, and, and, and it makes your life so much easier, too, Laura. If, if you and I were to, to go into a Big B Coffee together, because I, I know you, you visit so many of them, but, I mean, do you have any favorites, or, or do you recommend anything, like, if I were to go into a Big B Coffee, what's, like, one of your favorites? Oh, drinks-wise? Or yeah, both. Um, so, <laughs> oh, that's not great. You're asking a former barista. Barista, actually, okay. this is my recommendation. Go yeah. into a Big B Coffee location and ask the barista that you're talking to what they get. Because yeah. every barista has, you know, customized their drink to the nth degree. You know, they're going to oh, get wow. a, you know, 20-ounce, oat milk with two pumps of this flavor, four pumps of that right. flavor. You know, they've, right. to like, to the degree, it's, they, it's they've got it. almost, I, yeah. I love a sweet foam caramel cold brew, so that's going to be, our, our cold brew is just like butter. It's so good. Uh, right. With a little bit of caramel, a little bit of sweet foam. I like to keep it simple these days, but uh, yeah. the baristas will actually come up with just the coolest, right. most fun drink. What's been, this, this might be a tough question, Laura, but, you know, because you've been with the organization such a long time. I mean, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since being part of, of Big B Coffee? Again, considering you've had hundreds or thousands of experiences, so to narrow it down to one <laughs> would, would be tough. But does anything stand out o- o- over your duration with the organization? I mean, so the process of finding our core values, our purpose, and our vision this mm-hmm. is sort of cheating because this is a multi-year thing that happened. Um, mm-hmm. I talked about that cultural renaissance that happened. Yeah. Um, when we established kind of the new structure, this included having a people leadership and culture development team, that's uh, my team, and everything at the leadership table, we went through a year-long process of finding our purpose, of supporting mm-hmm. people and building lives they love. And right. then we went through an additional year process of finding our vision, which is to improve workplace culture across America. Mm-hmm. Um, and those processes obviously influenced my own future, but also right. really impacted the direction of the company and and sparked um, – Oh, how do I just, I wanted to say tentacles, but you can't mm-hmm. spark a tentacle. Created some important tentacles for our company around. Right. Um, you know, once you have a purpose at the center of what you're doing, mm-hmm. you look at everything through that lens, and that right. really changes how you do things and how you communicate with people. When, um, when we did that, you know, some things were born out of that, like our direct farmer, our farm direct, mm-hmm. uh, program that our one of our co-CEOs is working on. Um, our other co-CEO is really focused on this uh, culture development, leadership development, people at the forefront of business, purpose beyond mm-hmm. profit. Um, mm-hmm. It really has just sort of propelled us forward. It also has done this magical thing, and maybe this is actually, maybe it's the most fascinating, I don't know, There's all, I can get yeah. real, real nerdy about this, but yeah. uh, when, you, when you've established, you know, your values, your purpose, your vision, and uh, establish yourself as as for something that's beyond profit, it really attracts people that are interested in the same thing. And so the the difference in how we 
how we discover franchise owners, for example. Um, right. They they seem to find us through very different methods than we used to. We used to do, you know, sales, hardcore sales seminars mm-hmm. with presentations about yes. all the important things, like operations, right. marketing, sales. Right. We should have great systems for those, and we're still systems-driven. Yeah. But um, people find us because they stumble across our Life You Love assessment. We have a self-assessment on our website called the Life You Love assessment. We lovingly call it Lila. Wow. But anybody can take that. And we've had right. people take that and then say, I want to be part of this. And that's it's right. just so cool. I love, right. you know, I love finding new friends. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like I, I think it's, it's, it's exciting, Laura, you know, and, and, and I, could, I, I can hear the enthusiasm and, and, and passion in, in, in your voice, you know, and, and it's interesting because I've, I've done so many of these interviews up to this point, you know, sure. like this is like around like my 800 podcast and, and no, I get wow. it, you know, just as I'm talking to you, you know, is, is, is how Bigby is able to differentiate or distinguish themselves from, from the competition and a lot of other franchisers that are out there. And, and you were talking about franchisees. So I'm, I'm curious, Laura, because I know you, you work with a lot of them, you know, as, and, and in the past as well. What's, um, what's important to, to, to Bob and Mike and yourself? I mean, if you were taking on a new franchisee, I mean, do you, do you look for any, let's say, specific types of characteristics or traits that you mm. think would make them successful? Um, I think an attitude focused on people, you know, mm-hmm. people that see people as opportunity and not a burden yeah. is going to right. be something that we get really excited about. Right. Um, but really, like I said, for the most part, franchise owners have been sort of self-selecting in, uh, which is yes. makes right. it so much easier for us. We don't have to. Sure. We don't. We don't do any. You know, we don't do any personality assessments or anything like right, that where we're right. trying to find a certain type of person. Because right. um, what we've learned over time is, uh, you know, I have I have a very, very specific style to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And how I execute on our purpose and our vision is going to look really different than some of our franchise owners, but they can right. still be doing all the same great things for people, supporting their staff, being the heart of their community. Uh, and it looks totally different than what I would do. And so we, we try right. not to limit it too much. But as long as you're really focused on, you know, if you want to be the heart of your community, if you want to be in this for for a purpose beyond right. profit that really centers around people, loving people, giving people opportunities, then you're, yeah. you're probably in the right place. And we're happy to have you. Yeah, I, I, I think that's wonderful. What is the, um, how, how does the training work, Laura, for your new franchisees? I mean, do they typically come out to headquarters? Like, how, how does that work today? I'm sure it's different than it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yes. Uh, they do come out to, to our training center uh, for a week, and then we okay. have a couple that's for new new owner-operator training. That gives them the chance to work behind a line without real customers there. Um, they do that for a week. They have a couple of virtual courses around um, learning how to be a trainer, learning how to be a manager of a location. Mm-hmm. And then for the most part, the grand majority of their new owner training is on the job training. We try to connect them with another yeah. franchise owner who right. uh, is enthusiastic about training us sure. the new class of franchise owners and that kind of thing, usually in their area. And they get to spend a ton of real time learning from our superstars, which is our baristas, on on how to run an excellent store. Here's another tricky question, Laura. But I mean, the the majority of our 
listeners to franchise interviews, they're, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, so most of them, they want to get into franchising. They're kind of new to franchising, and it just seems like there's, there's so much out there. And you know, we spoke a lot today you know, about things like culture, which is, is really it's, it's so important, and we don't, I don't spend enough time talking about it on the show. But I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point, I mean, if you knew someone who was going to buy a franchise, what, what advice would you give to them then in their quest to, 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 to buy into a franchise opportunity? I think values alignment is mm. the most important thing. So when mm-hmm. you're, when this is, I say this for people who are looking to, to get into franchising, but also yeah. someone looking for employment anywhere. Um, right. If you have alignment of your personal values, uh, core values, and the company that you want to be part of, everything right. else will, will work itself out. So yes, I think systems are super important. I think making sure that, you know, the company you're looking at knows what they're doing mm-hmm. is important and all of yes. that. But I think values alignment is sort of first, foremost, and above all. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think that's a great response. So what are Bigby's plans for the, the future, Laura? I know you're, you're close to Pennsylvania. I think you're in, you have in, you're in Ohio. You're not quite here mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania yet. So what are the plans for the future then? I mean, if you could look into that crystal ball, whether a year or two years okay. or three years down the road, where do you see Bigby? So our big goals, we actually did a, at the end of what I described, the whole finding our purpose, finding our vision, we did yeah. a big 10-year goal setting thing where – uh, we set a couple of big goals out there, which is mm-hmm. um, one is really related to our purpose, which is that we okay. want uh, we want to survey everybody and make sure that they are saying emphatically, yes, we are supporting them in building right. lives they love. Uh, right. That is not a marketing thing. We want people to feel it, know it, and understand it. Right. And at the same time, we intend to be at around a thousand stores at that time. Wow. Um, so yeah, no, people aren't necessarily going to like listen to what you have to say about the power of culture unless you can prove that you can also, uh, grow that way. And specifically Mm -hmm. that's how we, how we intend to to grow to that certain size. We also at that point want to be, this is all 2028. I didn't say that at the beginning. 2028 goals is about people saying emphatically, yes, baby coffee is supporting me in building a life I love. We want to be around a thousand stores. Uh, we wow. also want to be 100% farm direct at that point, which means we're uh, buying 100% direct from the coffee farmers instead of going wow. through the normal brokerage services. So um, those are our, those are our big, hairy, audacious goals yeah. at the moment. <laughs> that That's aging. fantastic. I, I think it's it's yeah. it's so exciting, you know. And, and again, as I mentioned earlier, I, I can hear the passion and enthusiasm in in your voice, Laura. What's the best way, Laura, for our listeners to get more information on Bigby Coffee? Of course, as the franchise opportunity. But even um, the, the the product itself, Laura, are there any websites you can kind of direct our listeners to? Yeah, I mean, Bigby.com is a great one. You can find a lot okay. about uh, not just our menu, but our our, our values, our beliefs, uh, and everything like that is all okay. there. BigbyFranchising.com is where uh, you can find a little bit more about the actual franchise opportunities. Uh, there's a few more videos, but we're, I mean, find us on social, find us yes. on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, wherever, and and we'd love to, or, you know, reach out to me directly. I want to talk to anybody. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Laura, and I'd ready, like to invite you back over the next year or so as you, as you continue to grow, Bye. because I think Bigby has I'd a wonderful that. franchise opportunity. So it was great talking to you today, Laura, and we'll you be too. right back with more franchise interviews.
Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reese podcast, you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, Don and I have been hosting franchise interviews for years, and in that time frame, we've had some fantastic quotes on the topic of franchising. Today, you're going to get to hear from Gary Okigrasso's Real Franchise Concept. And Gary answers the question, what is the best franchise? It's a common question that Don, myself, and Gary have received over the last decade, and I thought Gary's response was fantastic. Uh, he also talks about the three-legged stool of a successful franchise. His answer was brilliant. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Franchise Interviews, LLC, and Franchise Interviews gives you an up-close and behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get inside tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show on Blog Talk Radio, where each week you get to hear interviews with franchisors, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and franchise attorneys, and our franchise newsletter, which is a must-read for anyone looking to buy a franchise. And here we go with Gary O'Connor. Running the business as long as I have the passion and the work ethic, really. And you know, that's a great point. I do, I do several seminars a year on the topic of franchising, and I, I'll tell you, I don't think, I don't think that uh, there isn't a meeting that goes by that someone in the audience doesn't raise their hand and ask me what I think quote, the best franchise is. I, yeah, I get I mean, that all the time, you know, myself, Gary, being in financing, people always ask me. Same here. Yeah, and, you know, first of all, ultimately, that's a money question, and I'm not, you know, I'm one of those folks who believe if you chase money, you won't get any. Um, so, you know, my response over the years has always been the same. It's not about, quote, the best franchise. It's about, really, what is the best franchise for you? What's right. your passion? What do you love to do? What do you... Uh, what are you good at? Because, again, you know, quoting Michael Gerber, once you get past that infancy stage where you are the technician, or as we say in our business, the chief cook and bottle wash, you then need to expand your business by getting, getting started on the work of an entrepreneur and bringing the technicians and the managers in to work with you on your business. So to simply ask what's the best franchise um, is to simply say what's the best automobile. I guess the I guess the issue is what's the criterion? What are you looking for? What are you good at? What's your background? And most importantly, what are you passionate about? If right. you if you're not passionate about building a business, then um, chances are you'll get exact you'll get exactly what you may uh, be passionate or not passionate about. And in the case of a lack of passion, that would be nothing. <laughs> when people ask that to me, Gary, I say there's thousands of franchises. How the heck do I know? <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's a very, um, for, for experienced franchisees, and I think you alluded earlier in, your, in the top of the show regarding uh, some of the work that uh, my friend Dan Rowe at Transmart is doing. You know, there are experienced franchisees, certainly the type that Desert Moon is seeking, who have background in the food industry, who understand the business model of franchising, have an organization, and they take a system like Desert Moon Fresh Mexican Grill, and they plug it into their already existing system. And that's one type of franchisee. And then you have another type of franchisee who is the first-time business owner, the entrepreneur, the person who is dreaming of, of operating their own business and developing a business, whose approach is extremely different. Their approach is much more from a technical aspect, much more local. In the beginning, um, many of them work, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 hours a week. Essentially, they, they buy themselves a job. And I don't mean that in a negative way because in the beginning, for the first-time business owner, if they're involved in a business that they're unfamiliar with, that's a great way to learn the business. Um, and then they, you know, and then they develop from there. So there are different types of franchisees as well as different types of franchise companies and business models. So I'm convinced there's a good fit for everyone and anyone out there who wants to pursue um, the use of franchising as a development tool for themselves, either as a franchisee or a small business owner that wants to duplicate their business but doesn't want to open up a bunch of company stores. They want to use franchising as a, as a tool. There are plenty of opportunities out there. It sounds like Desert Moon will go in either direction in getting a new franchisee, either that already existing business owner experience or the first-time owner, right? Absolutely. We, uh, we obviously uh, are cautious uh, about who we bring in as franchisees. Um, if, you, if you look at the, what I refer to as the, the three-legged stool of a successful franchise operation, uh, the three legs are the concept, the operator, and the location. Um, the first piece, the concept, I'm confident uh, regarding Desert Moon Fresh Mexican Grill because we're a 16, 17-year-old company with a, a long operating history of success. Right. Location is something that is always, uh, is, is, is always up for grabs with potential franchisees because it's elusive in the sense that you need to understand what makes your operation work. So uh, locations look different to different types of operation. But the other piece, the operator, who is the franchisee, that's key. Um, even in a great location with a great uh, concept, the wrong franchisee could fail. Because the franchisee is the pulse, is the heart of the business. The concept may be the brains, the location may be the legs, if you will, how it stands, but the franchisee is the, is the heart of the business. And what the franchisee takes to the business uh, really will uh, set the tone. That's interesting. So we're very careful about franchisees, whether they're experienced or first-time uh, business owners. That's interesting. What do you look for in a... Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.